You're listening to Incorporating Superpowers with the Voice of Reason, risk mitigation expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Justin Reckla. Get ready to rip apart the veil as we dismantle old school business and prepare for what comes next. Business will never be the same. Welcome to Incorporating Superpowers. We are going to blow some things up today, folks. Yes, I am really, really looking forward to this conversation because it's one that is, well, if you've been paying attention, it is just extremely relevant to the tides of our country and the tides of the world right now as far as leadership is concerned. And so we're, today we're going to be talking about leadership evolution and what needs to happen for the evolution of leadership to actually occur. Because I think we can all agree that we're stuck in a little bit of a rut and one side doesn't like it this way, this side doesn't like it that way, you got your own way, and everybody's just begging for somebody to step up the plate and go, enough, it's time to evolve. And that's where my guest comes in today, Jennifer Mackin. She is the author of a new book called Leadership. Leaders Deserve Better. And this is going to get at a lot of good stuff. Jennifer, uh, thank you so much for being on the show. I know prior to uh, prior to uh, us recording, you and I were talking a little bit about just some of the, the fact that well, – leadership development which is the industry that you're in hasn't evolved in forever so talk to me a little bit more about the book and and why you wrote it thank you for having me justin i love the opportunity to share these types of conversations especially with other experts like yourself and this book came about because of being in the industry for over 25 years Um, making some of the same mistakes that um, I still see being made today and also seeing an alternative to the way we are doing things. And with billions of dollars spent on leadership development, the CEOs, um, all the surveys I see, they put development in their top three, yet nothing changes. So the book is to lay out a new approach to share why it's not changing in a new approach for how to make it really this revolution of change for leadership development. So talk to me a little bit about the book and what, 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 what are the, some of the key points that the book highlights as far as why, we're, why are we here? Well, when we look out across the, 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 the range of issues in the world right now, and I think it would be a fair assumption, at least from a business perspective, to say that a lot of the failings that we're seeing in the world right now, especially if you believe in the free market and capitalism and self-dominion and, and, and helping others, yeah. why are we, why, how did we get here? Well, you know, I think we got here because we do not have, whether it's government or corporations or startups, whatever, whatever it is, the senior team, the C-suite, doesn't see it as their responsibility to develop leaders. And they're not as involved as they need to be in whatever the development is that they do execute. So I believe there are four things to consider that I lay out in the book um, to combat that. But if, if we connect the leadership team who's designing the strategy, 
of what they're trying to accomplish, whether it's a business or, or whether it's a government. And we have to make sure that the development of people is aligned with that. And I think that's the biggest missing piece. And they don't see it as their responsibility and they hand it off to human resource department or leadership development department and just think they're going to get it. And it's not as much a problem with the programs themselves. I mean, the content and delivery also need to change, but this is the biggest problem I've seen in development not sticking and leaders learning things, but not putting it into play when they go back to the office. This is, this is good. This is, this is really good because I think you hit the head, the nail right on the head, right? I mean, we have to start, how do we get here? Well, we first have to take a look at the existing leadership structures that we've seen. And I think uh, as far as business is concerned, it's so old school. The whole fact that you said you identified the problems, the problem, uh, you know, exists at the C-suite level. Agreed. And the old adage of the C-suite level level is, you know, all about making money, making money, making money. And they, they, they're not down in the weeds and that old form of focus for, for business uh, is what allowed for, for lack of better words, the sharks to come to the surface, which is why business is so bloody because there's so much competition out there. And when that is the construct of which business is being done, the only leaders that are going to arise are the ones that are in conflict, the ones that are divisive, the ones that are just out to save their own soul to make a buck. And, and what does that do? Where That gets us right where we're at today. Yeah, I think that's part of it, of, of focusing on you know, near-term results, whether it's financial or stock price, which is financial. Um, but I also don't think they know what to do and how to develop, and they don't see it as part of their job. They focus more on the function of their job, whether that's sales or um, accounting or whatever it is, and don't think about, oh, I've got to get people prepared for this next level. And so if they had a way, if they knew a way, at least I'm hopeful if they knew a way, a better way they would do it. And so one of the pieces of the book that I think is revolutionary because I haven't seen anything out there like it is a tool that senior team, human resources, other leaders can complete to understand where their strengths are and where their difficulties or challenges are and align everyone together around where do we want to put resources? How do we fix this? Uh, what's what's important to our business versus someone else? So this is a very complex topic. It's very hard to get leaders ready. And we're never there. <laughs> We've never arrived with our leadership ability, I don't think. So there's just so much to do. So I don't think they know what to do. I, I, I agree. I absolutely agree. And that brings me to a great pause because I want to transition there because if you're listening to the show and you're a business owner or if you're looking upon the business world and you're you're wondering where, what's going on, where's this coming up, how can I – you see the problems and you know that you don't want to repeat them. You don't want to become that. You want to do something different. You want to do something better and bigger, more expansive. What, what does that look like? Well, I, I think Jennifer's got the tool. Go take a look. Jennifer, where can can you share with the, the listeners where they can go take a look at that tool to to get that reflection for themselves, their business, and their departments, um, yes. and, and where they can get a copy of your book? 
Yes. Thank you, Justin. Yes. Please go to jennifermackin.com. M-A-C-K-I-N is how you spell my last name, jennifermackin.com. There's a sample of the tool that you can complete there um, just to get a sense of it. It's also pretty much fully laid out in the book uh, with a few adjustments here and there. So jennifermackin.com. Thank you. Fantastic. Yes. Folks, go take a look at the, this is, if you're in business, if you're in a leadership role, this conversation, as far as I'm concerned, is probably one of the most important there is, if not the most important there to have in business, because otherwise we are bound just to continue to make the same old mistakes. And ultimately what we do is in consumers and in our individual lives, personal lives, we end up abdicating our self, our energies, our efforts to the mighty dollar. And there's so much more that we should be committed to in making this world a better place because that's why we got into business in the first place. Stay tuned. We will be right back as we dive down this rabbit hole to give you the tips and tools that you need to become a better leader so you can evolve as well. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. And we want to thank each of you for making Superpower Up the number one podcast network for personal development and spiritual growth. Because people like you have the courage to say that mindfulness, healthy living, disrupting reality, the pursuit of consciousness, responsible entrepreneurship, and radical parenting matter. We now amass over 1 million downloads monthly in more than 90 countries. Our numbers keep growing because there are far more people willing to live divergently than mass media wants to acknowledge. For you, the change makers, the light bearers, the way showers, we say thank you. If you're ready to take the next step in your evolution, go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz. And as Neva Lee Rekla, our youngest podcaster, likes to remind us, remember, we all have superpowers and we can change the world. Welcome back to Incorporating Superpowers. My guest today is Jennifer Mack, and she is the author of Leaders Deserve Better. Jennifer, we, prior to the break, we were we were talking about just how we got to where we are in leadership and the fact that, you know, I, I think it, we, we've all agreed at this point, it's like leadership is kind of plateaued and it is what it is and nobody seems to be wanting to change. However, as more and more conscious business owners come into alignment and as more and more executives do that internal journey that 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 you know that self-improvement piece the the focusing on something other than a buck and everything that goes into that and everything that's behind that what's 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 the future look like how do we how do we go from where we're at to where 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 we want where we need to be where we should be as a society especially in the leadership arena what do, what does that look like that's a big question and i think um <laughs> it's a big question because this is a three part series <laughs> yeah but 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 i think it's also simple in some ways uh, if we can share with people early in their careers what leadership is what it's not um what that path would look like, but also what other paths could look like as specialists or um, experts in their field as an alternative, so that people who go into leadership sign up for that, that they, they say, yes, that is something I'd like to do, which means I'd like to see other people move along because that's what I believe leadership is. So if you have that foundation and then we have different tools and skills and things at each level of leadership, 
And you have a senior team that has a strategic plan and a people plan. They fit together so that what leaders are learning at every level connects in and gets them prepared for what that future state looks like. Um, you know, there's not much we can't do together. You know, it, it, it has to be a learning culture where what they're learning is practiced. It's reinforced. It's led by their leaders day after day, not just in a few days they come in and, and learn some really cool skills. Because I don't know if, how you feel about this, Justin, but I don't think the skill set of what makes a good leader has changed too much. I think it's certainly more chaotic and we have to be faster paced and there's some things that we need to change about what we're learning. But it's really, you know, we've always needed to coach. We've always needed to manage performance and um, get the strategy throughout our team, get that understanding there. So that's never really varied a whole lot. So that's why I say, okay, so why isn't it, why isn't it stick? That would be, that would be my simplistic answer, even though I know it's complicated. Yeah. And, you know, I I think you hit the, the, you you hit it square on again. It was, it's perfect because the, the skill skill set hasn't changed, but the the world has picked up in pace, right? We're Uh more busy now. There's technology. It makes it easier, but it also makes it a lot more, there's a lot more distractions out there. Yeah. Yeah. It's chaos. And so what we've done is we've put snippets out there. This is, this is part of the methods that I don't think works. This digital aspect of, you know, push out how to be a good leader, whatever that means, communication, how to be, how to communicate better, whatever those topics are, and expect that someone's going to watch it or even interact a little bit with the software and then just go, go do it. Um, So we've got to stop that. We've got to stop this lecture format that is still everywhere, not just in the university settings, but everywhere. Uh, People don't learn that way. So those are some of the things, too, that it's just old. It's tired. We need to do something different. We we see that, you know, in the the betting world, the background check world, you see that as well with the, um, well, I call it the guru syndrome, right? It's the, the it's the guru that's selling you a system on how to do Google AdWords or how to do Click Funnels or how to do whatever system. Yeah. And they've never really built a business other than teaching people how to use the system. And it, it, it sold at a, at a level that's like, hey, if you just do what I do, then you'll make as much money. And <laughs> it's just not true and it's toxic right wasteful it's wasteful and and it doesn't really it it, it, unfortunately it preys on the hopes of those upcoming leaders that are that are wanting or thinking or looking for a savior and it, it it those that that have cracked the code and have convinced people that that's the way they it just it just it let leads to more and more disappointment if the interaction and the relationship aren't there first. Sure. It it brings me to something that I often think about is if it were easy, everyone would do it. (laughs) So these experts that say, yeah, I can teach you to be a good leader in a couple days or whatever it is, or read this book and you're going to be, you're going to be all set because as much as I'd love people to read my book, that's not going to do it in itself, you know? And, and so when, 
I do think there's some transfer of knowledge that needs to happen. Then there needs to be some practice with it, some sharing with their colleagues about how's it going, what's happening. I really think some face-to-face interaction, whether it's Zoom or hopefully in a room one day in the near future, but they've got to have others to talk through this with and say, what's working, what's not, how could we improve Um, and have a leader that asks those same questions and helps them create a development plan that comes from their, you know, from their learning and about what they care about, which is their outcomes. What success look like for each leader is going to be different, which makes this so hard, which makes it have to be um, driven by leadership. Absolutely. And it's got to be, it's got to be from, from a place of authenticity and transparency and done in such a way that still you maintain your alpha position in whatever leadership role that you're in without sacrificing yourself to other, other lower frequencies. You still have to, it's, it's a balance, but if we're going to evolve, we, we have to, we have to put ourselves as leaders into the middle and go, yeah, you know what? I fucked up. Yeah. And yeah. here's what I learned. And here's what I learned from it. So you don't make the same mistake. Or it's even okay to make mistakes. I'm going to make them. You're going to make them. So let's just make that okay from the start. Yeah. (laughs) And one of the things that, that, that makes me think about is the way we're working today. I think the good thing that's come out of remote working, um, all of the change socially, medically, you know, all of that. The good news is that, that, Leaders have seen, I have to ask my team members how they're doing. I have to get to know them. (laughs) And they're getting to know them whether they want to or not because they're in their homes, right? So, and that helps them be more vulnerable and share. And that's where the relationships build and the trust is there. And we, we, it wasn't common practice for sure, but we weren't given the okay. It wasn't okay to be vulnerable. And to share, no, I'm, I'm struggling. Yeah. Well, I heard a leader is. today say, I can't breathe right now. I just I <laughs> feel like I can't get my breath, you know, and shared that with the whole team. Yeah. And I thought that's, 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 that's really important to do. Well, and it, it, it's, it's good because it, it brings you into a commonality, into a shared space because you know, your employees are feeling the same exact way. Yeah. And the old days of us being locked up in our own cubicles, our own offices, and we're not interacting with people. The only time we do interact with people in the office is at the coffee, you know, is at the water, t- you know, the water tank or the, or the coffee pot. And, you know, there's, there's not a whole lot of interaction there. And I, I love the fact that you highlight that from this space, business leaders are, are, are recognizing, oh, wow, I've got people in my organization. I need to connect with them. I, I, I how are they doing? Because, you know, on top of the fact that, you know, there's work, there's, you know, there's been a, a crisis, a world crisis, a political year, an election year, uh, you know, all of that on top of it, plus whatever other personal issues that they might have going on in their life. And if we don't stop for a moment and connect in that space, how do you plan on leading folks that you don't even know? That's right. Right. And people are changing all the time. And so also I would add to what you're saying that if leaders don't adjust, companies as a whole don't adjust for their employees to give them what they need when they need it, employees are going to go somewhere else because that's what I'm seeing happening more than not is 
is more adaptability, more freedom, you know, and then what makes it hard for leaders is we have to hold people accountable to get things done, but also ask about their well-being and care about people. And that can't, and it has to be genuine, as you mentioned earlier. That's the that's a balance that's tough. And um, that's why they they don't even leaders don't even have the foundation of how to coach or share information back and forth. So how are they going to be strong in balancing that? Yeah, and I, 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 <laughs> it worries it's, me. <laughs> it's, it, it, you know, it, it it is worrisome. But here's here's what I what I love is is that people like yourself are out there helping shift that because you're highlighting it. And if we can if we can highlight it, we can see it, we can bring it into our awareness, and then we can choose: do we do something different? Right. And exactly. then there are. There are thousands of leaders around the globe, millions of people that are hungry for this. How do I know our, our podcast network got 25 million downloads in, in 2020? That's so crazy. folks, this this is this is this is happening. The time is now, and it, it's time for, for us to evolve that leadership that leadership ability, and that's going to require us as a collective. To, to recognize that we, we can't just pound our chest anymore. Might is not right. That's right. We, we, we I have would to connect in. I would implore CEOs to, um, if they say that leadership development's in their top three, then look for a different way to do it. Yeah. And put yeah. something else <laughs> in play. <laughs> find, find, find a way to make it more collaborative. Find a way to bring people together instead of pitting them against each other. Right. The, the divisiveness only serves one side. It doesn't serve the whole. Right. And you, you have to do that in business. And as a leader, you have to do that. You have to find that balance between your, your workers, your clients, your reputation, all of it. You have to find that balance. What does that look like? And so I, I'm going I'm to ask Jennifer, I'm going to ask you a question. And I, this is something that this is really kind of the focus of this year's, uh, this year's uh, interviews and the theme of the show uh, is how much do you think that the concept of faith comes into play in leadership development? The concept of faith that um, I think it's so personal and so important, Uh, whatever your faith is in believing that you do your best, you put in your the, the most the best effort, you think about other people. You know, usually if you have faith, there's your it's a there's a bigger picture out there than just yourself. And I think that's where it can play into thinking about the long term, thinking about other people. The best leaders are not just focused on executing the plan. It's the journey along the way and who you impact. And that's what's kept me in leadership development for so long is, you know, we have so far to go and there's so much we could do and it's very exciting. And when I help a leader, I help their company and I help their communities. Um, but th- that's where faith comes in for me anyway, just to speak personally, but that's what I have seen um, with others. I love that. And folks, from a due diligence perspective, we'll just throw this out there. If you're looking up at your leadership and they're not demonstrating some of the moral or ethnic values, uh, I'm sorry, ethnic, ethnic values of um, 
faith and what that container holds and represents. If they're doing the exact opposite or they're not acting in the, in the proper manner, that it might be a good, 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 good thing to look at and examine for, you know, who you're following and what you're following. Are they, are they talking the talk or are they walking the walk? You know, are they, are they, congruent with who they are and how they're showing up in the world. And I think it's fair to say that we can look across the board, the the business and political spectrum, that there's a lot of people that are not congruent with their leadership right now. That's right. That's right. And thinking about the values that you hold, um, making sure they're communicated before someone joins so they can sign up for it or not go somewhere else. If you don't have that faith as a foundation um, and then define them and show examples of them, bring them forth all the time so that people have this image of what's expected and then take action. If you see something contrary, because even if they're a top performer and they, they show that they're not following your values, it'll hurt you in the long run. Mm, So, so true. So Jennifer, before, before we go, I I just want to, um, well, we'll say thank you for for doing the work that you're doing in the world because it's so so important that 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 you stand in your gap and be that be that person be that voice. Um, in your book leaders leaders deserve better. I, I just want to ask that the title of the book what what's the hidden meaning behind leaders deserve better? Well, leaders aren't equipped for this chaotic world we're in, and can rarely meet the expectations that are put upon them and they deserve better than that. And there's a way to help them. (laughs) If we help them, then the company still does really, really well. So it's, they deserve better. And, you know, leaders deserve better, a leadership development revolution. That's the full name of the book. So the revolution part is come on, let's get on board and all do something different to change this so that we can be real supportive of all of our leaders across the board. Mm-hmm. That right there, folks, is what this is all about. This is the level of business, the way we need to be doing things, not just within business, but within our communities, our organizations, anywhere people come together that leaders are called to step forward and lead. This this is that leadership revolution, the, the evolution of leadership, right? That, that right. needs that needs to occur. Jennifer, one more time before we sign off, can you uh, share with our listeners where they can get a copy of your book, uh, the, the free the free tool that you have as well uh, yeah. on your website? Yes, jennifermackin.com. My last name spelled M-A-C-K-I-N, jennifermackin.com. You can get the first chapter of my book, download it from there. You can get the, the assessment that I was talking about um, or connect with me. Fantastic, folks. If you are in the leadership position or close to a leadership position or forming your own business or leading your own business, whatever, if you're a leader, go take a look at Jennifer's book because this topic, this information here is extremely, extremely important for the future of our nation, the future of the world, and the future of our entire human race. This is this is the way because without it, and we're just set to repeat more war and destruction and chaos without it. So, uh, Jennifer, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you, Justin. Folks, until next time, 
raise your leadership game, go out there, evolve your own leadership skill sets and go have impact, go spread that, share that, connect with others so you can change the world. Take care. We'll talk to you soon. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.